hello. Uh, welcome to a special uh, featured podcast here. I think I'm going to come up with a more exciting name at some point, but uh, uh, this is a topic that has really hit home uh, in my household, and it's something that we've been um, discussing uh, quite a bit. And it's been, it's been an ongoing thing as this story continues to sort of develop um, comments on SNL, uh, uh, John Stewart, another, I think he was on Stephen Colbert's show, also discussed sort of, things are things are kind of on the tail end of this conversation. It, it all started with with uh, Kyrie Irving. And, and we'll get into this first, but I just want to introduce my guest, uh, Rabbi Cleel Rose, who's a, a very dear friend of mine, and um, he joins the podcast. Hello. Hi. Cam, thank you for having me. Yeah. No, no, it's um, it's it's a pleasure. Maybe you can tell people. I mean, this is a Winnipeg-based podcast. Maybe you can fill people in, tell them who you are, what you do, all that good stuff. Yeah, sure. So, <laughs> outside of being a dad and a husband, I my professional life is as a congregational rabbi, and I am the the spiritual leader of Congregation Eitz Chaim, which is currently in the north end of Winnipeg. Mm. That's changing, though. That but is that, That's changing. out there. That's not secret information. Yeah, right. and uh, I'm somebody who grew up here in Winnipeg, left for many years, and then returned just over four years ago, and uh, I never stopped being a sports fan. Yes. Uh, no, no. I know you love hockey. I know you love basketball. And um, just, to, just to give background, it's a pretty... Um, a pretty uh, uh, it's, a, it's been a big story the last little bit. And just to give some some background, and um, Kyrie Irving, he's returned from a from an eight game suspension on Sunday. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets were taking on the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, now Irving was suspended on November third after he tweeted a link to a documentary containing anti Semitic messages. Uh, it was followed by an initial sort of refusal to apologize to issue an apology. Uh, Kyrie Irving, um, when he was asked if he had any anti Semitic beliefs. He, he said, I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from. Um, he was actually just in Canada. He was in Toronto on Thursday. He provided um, 29 points and played almost uh, half hours. The Brooklyn Nets defeated the Toronto Raptors 112 to, to, to 98. Now, those comments, I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from, um, has to do with that documentary that he shared. And we're going we're gonna to get into that. I, I was able to... Um, <laughs> I went on to a certain area of the internet and I was able actually to um, watch about 45 minutes of that documentary just to uh, make sure that I was uh, getting firsthand information as to what was actually in there and I wasn't being, I, I, I like to have that, like no filter and stuff like that to actually know what was going on. And we can get into that, but that, that statement, I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from is, is, is directly from the, the beliefs in, in that in that documentary. Um, this, this is a really difficult topic, uh, Rabbi. You know, um, it's now now just to just to add just to add this on. Like Irving has issued multiple apologies. Just the latest one is, I just want to offer my deep apologies to those who are impacted over these last few weeks. Specifically, my Jewish relatives, my black relatives, all races and cultures. I uh, feel like we all felt an impact, and I don't stand for anything close to hate speech or anti-Semitism or anything that is anti-going against the human race. I feel it was necessary for me to stand in this place and take accountability uh, for my actions. Now, we'll get into the documentary and some of the stuff in there, but, I mean, how do, how do you feel this whole situation kind of kind of played out? The suspension, 
his return, the apology and all that. Yeah, uh, I've been giving this a lot of thought, as yeah. you know, and yeah. just keep vacillating between, on the one hand, feeling like it was so highly inappropriate of him to yeah. to um, place this uh, this film, this controversial film, with serious anti-Semitic tropes mm-hmm. uh, in it without any explanation. And then, uh, in addition, the thing that really got to me was his first and second uh, opportunity where he just refused to, to blatantly offer mm-hmm. an apology or, or an explanation for displaying that on his, his Twitter page. Yeah. And uh, if somebody who's, you know, who's a spiritual leader and as somebody who's a sports fan, I, I think people of that stature with that kind of celebrity status ha- do have a responsibility to totally. really explain themselves the, the truth of the matter is I, I'm a firm believer of in freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving can say what he wants, mm-hmm. but he's got to be able to justify it when asked. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's held accountable as a celebrity, as a, as an athlete. He needs to provide an explanation. Uh, I don't have to like his explanation, but I think it, he, when you put something out and just simply leave it vague in the way that he did, it's going to elicit some kind of response. Yeah, and he was going for some sort of response. Um, I'm not sure. I don't know. It's like, do I think Kyrie Irving is is an, is is anti-Semitic? I I I don't know. I accept the apology that he issued. Um, I don't know what's in his heart. Um, but just like you said, as 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 an athlete with millions of followers on Instagram and Twitter and all that sort of thing, there is a responsibility there that to not support this sort of thing. And maybe he didn't, maybe he watched the entire documentary. Maybe he didn't watch it. Maybe it was just something that he came across and uh, it was something that he thought was going to empower the black community or himself. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not inside of his, I'm not inside of his head, but there is a responsibility and to not promote something like this. And that's essentially what happened. Um, I've, I've, I've gotten back and forth on this, um, Cleal, because I, I I struggle with sort of the response and in, in, in how these things are, are are handled, and I and I've and I've come from one side uh, initially, and I, and I've kind of found myself at another, where, um, you know, as a Jew, there's something like there's a little sort of bird or whatever in the back of my head that goes. The people are always just not going to like us for, for whatever reason. I, it's just for whatever reason, that's just the that's just what we have to deal with. Um, and it's best just to ignore things like this. Then my mind goes to, you know, should we pick our battles? Should we pick the situations where we sort of stand up and say, we got to take a stand on this? Mm. Or is it that we fight everything? And I'm, I I kind of started at this like, you know, maybe it's it's best that we just ignore this. But and that that was like my initial thought. It's like, oh, you know, I I don't want to be seen as, oh, that, you know, that Jewish guy that's always, you know, rallying the, the troops and all that. And that's, no, no, that's something I struggle with. But I, I've come to the point where, well, I think it is important to pick your battles. Certain battles you have to fight. Absolutely. 
Yeah, uh, I have to say, not everybody's going to agree with me, clearly. Yeah. Uh, and that wouldn't be the first time or the first yeah. thousand times. Uh, that being said, I was really bothered by what Kanye West had to say. But I, yeah. I think the world has come to see that Kanye West is somebody who's really unstable. And mm -hmm. I don't really give a, I don't pay a lot of attention to what he has to say. Yeah. Maybe that's just my, has to do with my personal interest. But mm -hmm. for some reason, Kyrie's, Kyrie Irving's statement um, triggered something inside of me because I think part of who he is as a personality or the way he presents himself yeah. is somebody who's fighting for the underdog, somebody who is advocating, and these are the things I like, mm -hmm. advocating for his for his community, for the African-American community. He's also part indigenous. Mm -hmm. He's been very vocal about that. And, and I think when somebody of, of that stature with that kind of platform mm -hmm. worldwide expresses those things, that's a positive. Um, you know, on a, on a much smaller scale, I see myself as somebody who's who wants to defend the rights of of minorities, mm -hmm. uh, not just Jews, but yeah. all people who've been oppressed. And uh, so, something about his statement really, again, triggered something inside of me that was just left me feeling very confused. And um, and I, I have the same question that you did, Cam. Do it is this really something? Or, or are we blowing it out of proportion? Because at the same time, I'm also not somebody who's constantly ringing the anti-Semitic bell. Yeah. Like, I don't think that everything that comes out of people's mouths is always <laughs> insinuating anti-Semitism, nor do I think that every statement against the state of Israel is anti-Semitic, mm -hmm. right? Let me just, you know, boil the pot even more here. But, well, uh, I, but I agree with you. Yeah. I do. But this, this seemed to be, um, there was something he... He was trying to stoke. There was a particular fire he was looking to build, and I, I still, to this day, I don't know what that was about. Do I like you? I do believe that he he did offer a sincere apology. I don't think in his heart he's anti-Semitic. I don't think he's racist. Um, but maybe in the end, what you're what you're pointing to is that this has is n not so much about Kyrie Irving. It's it, it's what it does for us as Jews mm -hmm. inside and how we try to identify as both staunchly Jewish, proud of our Judaism, but mm -hmm. also progressive-minded people who want to be looking to improve in society in some holistic way. And It's, it's yeah. easy to go after the Nazis. Right. But when it's something like this, it's a lot more challenging. Absolutely. And, um, you know, I, just to bring this to a more uh, confusing place or complicated mm -hmm. place... I happen to agree with John Stewart that Dave, Dave Chappelle's yeah. skit is is not as problematic. Um, not no, John Stewart didn't say this, but I'm yeah, in yeah. terms of comparing yeah, yeah. these I, two I things. Yeah. Um, Dave Chappelle is a comedian. He's an ostensibly he's an actor. He's looking to um, to stir things up, to make people think, uh, to elicit a kind of humorous response. And um, I, I'm not a lover of of that kind of humor, yeah. whether it's against Jews, whites, uh, others, um, especially oppressed people yeah. or people with a history of being oppressed. But, but I do think that, again, the distinction between what Dave Chappelle did and what Kyrie Irving, um, the statement he made, they're on different... They're on different uh, levels, and I think um, that that's again something that's working, or, or mm -hmm. that I'm trying to contemplate as it relates to the, the yeah, status of being yeah. an athlete. Yeah, right? I'm, I'm, I I I don't think Dave Chappelle 
is is an anti-Semite at all. Um, I, I think the one phrase that I had, it, it, it's not like it was, to me, it was like something that I found insulting or, or anything like that, but it was just, to me, it was just kind of a stupid comment that, that, that Dave said, I know, and, and this was on SNL, I know that Jewish people have been through terrible things all over the world, but you can't blame that on black Americans. You just can't. And I, and I, and I thought he had sort of, missed the entire conversation that was in hand. Like it, it, it was not about blaming black Americans or anything right. like that. It was about, um, it was about the fact that this documentary contained, um, and, and again, I saw this documentary, it, it, it contained claims that European Jews often referred to as the synagogue of Satan wield outsized, control over society, especially in industries like, like banking and the media. That's a whole other conversation as to um, uh, it was seen as, you know, the banking and, and media was seen as, as, as low man's work. A lot of Jews were forced to work in those sort of industries. But that's a whole other conversation. Um, you know, it contained things like Jews are responsible for slavery and the, the effeminization of black men, you know, the protocols of elders of Zion. You know, there was quotes from the Nazi party attributed to Adolf Hitler. I mean, Henry Ford's International Jew and, I, and I, the International Jew and all that stuff. And that, that's what I saw in the documentary. So, like, I, I, I don't think Dave Chappelle, again, is, is, is an, is an anti-Semite. And, and, I, and I, can, I, <laughs> I can take what it is for face value. Like, yeah, I mean, but that, that was the one comment that I kind of had that was that I was kind of like, okay, I just think you just maybe you, you, you saw it, you glanced over the story, and you kind of just kind of came to sort of um, you kind of came to an opinion and all of a sudden you're just like, okay, that's just, that's just the way it's going because that, that's not what was happening at all. It was more of a condemnation of the, of, of this documentary and, and, you know, a, a person with millions of followers, you know, sending it out there into the world. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't put together why somebody who, who again, can, in their own personal narrative talks mm -hmm. about themselves as an advocate for oppressed mm -hmm. people and minorities would ever want to associate themselves with that sort of um, that kind of film, and I think as somebody who lived a, for a good majority of his adult life in the United States, mm -hmm. I, I'm acutely aware of the tensions that that exist, have existed between the Jewish community and the African American community. Yeah. In some cases, I'm also acutely aware of some of the ways in which they've come together and worked together. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, namely as it relates to civil rights, but it. Yeah. it it drudges up some old um, tropes. It drudges up some old tensions that are that are troubling, and and I think uh, it puts us in a puts people who are Jewish in a, in a place where they they can't really identify or are being told not to identify with with an oppressed people with uh, with with being in a position to kind of advocate and. Um, Support mm -hmm. people who are who are themselves outside of the Jewish community part of an oppressed people. Yeah, I hope that point is clear. Yeah, it's you know what, it, it's it's because there's and, and in and in this documentary, I know exactly what you're saying. Um, one of the main focuses of it is that, um, sort of the black Africans have been supplanted as the as sort of the people of Israel. You know, um, and that it was sort of that identity 
was was stolen by um I don't know like cause it, Jew, Jews have always been a very diverse population of people but I guess maybe if, and this is not the right term the sort of the what people think of as Jews you know the legacy Jewish population I guess yeah, that's not the right way to say it, but I, you know what I'm you know what I'm trying oh, to no, say I do, yeah. yeah um but and it's sort of like that was stolen from and, and that's sort of where this black Hebrew uh, Israelite sort of um, religion organization uh, is sort of I don't know it's a, I guess you have to classify it as a, it's definitely a belief system without a doubt um, and and it, it that becomes it becomes very and I know exactly what you're saying when you say it, it it's like it's like it's it's and then you, and then now it's at the point where it's being you know it's it's being promoted you know there's the there's a lot of conversation about you know what's going on here and and it, i i go back to um some of the things and, and i know this is something that you're interested in, in like in religious studies and and this sort of thing stems from uh, a place of pain you know it's it's from an attempt to sort of justify the suffering that you feel that you see in your community. And so it's like, a, it's like a, you know, apocalyptic literature and all that sort of thing, right? It's like, there has to be a reason that this is happening. And it, 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 there has to be a reward for undergoing this sort of suffering, whether it's in this life or the next life. Mm. And that's where I feel like this, this has sort of come from. It's, there's, there's clear and honest struggles and there's people who have, use that as throughout history to sort of latch onto that and then turn it into um, and turn it into something. Well, well, this is what's actually happening. This identity has been stolen. You know, you're, you're the real, you know, people that, you know, left Egypt, you know, and Moses led you guys out. And then it was, it was, it was robbed from you from, you know, the, the, the Europeans, you know, the, the, the slave, the slave traders. This is why this has happened all this oppression and all this, all these issues and the, the, the wars and all that, and colonialism, all that stuff that all happened because there's been the, the Satan or whatever is, 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 is pulling the strings and he's using the Jews to, and, and, and the Europeans and all the churches and stuff to keep you guys down. There has to be a reason why there's this, there's this oppression and it's, 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 it's bigger than that. It's, you know, it's, it's Satan pulling this. There's like, it's, it's just, it's a long way to say, that it's it's like it comes from a place of pain from a p- place of pain. This is my feeling about it, and from that suffering, there's an attempt to um, find reason and an explanation for it. Yeah, yeah, I think you're you're right on the mark with this. Um, it, it, of course, it's rooted in one's pain, and, but the way it's playing out is this, and this is what I really despise. And with I despise it outside of the Jewish community, but even within the Jewish community, mm-hmm. where we we try to pit um, one group pits their victimization over somebody else's victimization over yeah. another group's, and wh- why can't both of these things be true? You know, my 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 people's victimization is real; it's it's factual. Um, the victimization of Af- African Americans, including African American Jews, is, yeah. is is real too. Uh, and to to somehow pit us against one another as if the you know uh, in these neatly uh, classified categories is is 
somehow blurs the real truth that that is out there. And uh, I don't know what good it does. And, uh, you know, uh, and then on a very personal level, I don't want to be seen as somebody Satan. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, of course. (laughs) Um, And and I don't don't think my ancestors were satanic. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No. You know, is it possible that some of my ancestors were... um, racist, uh, unkind to African-Americans. I don't know that for a fact, but I'm, I'm not unwilling to hear that. Yeah. That, that doesn't mean in today, in the present moment, that's what Jews are all about. Um, you know, there's so much to, as you said, there's so much to this and and so many layers of complexity to suggest that Jews are the power brokers in in the world of finance and the world of media. Uh, is so is such an enormous lie um, and, and mischaracterizes who we are. I mean, we are such a diverse people, as you said. Yeah. Uh, and to think that you know all Jews control these buttons and are d- deliberately looking to marginalize and, and oppress people, I, I, I just think is is not uh, is not accurate. Um, are there problems within? different spheres of the Jewish community uh, that manifest itself in in some unhealthy ways towards other people? Yeah, of course. That would be Mm -hmm. true with any any kind of community. Um, So I, yeah, you know, this is very raw for for me and I think for many Jews uh, who really want to, to believe that we are, that the world is getting better, that we're owning the conversation about the way in which all of us have have somehow betrayed our best selves by the way we've acted towards minority populations um, here in Canada, for example. I mean, yeah. we don't we don't give. I'm not looking to uh, suggest that we are better than any other country, but maybe we are. But but <laughs> recently, in terms of the efforts are, that are being made around truth and reconciliation as yeah. it relates to the indigenous peoples. I, I I don't think we should pat ourselves on the back, but that's a that's become a real awakening, mm-hmm. and it's become so commonplace, um, and for good reason, and and it's become um, part of the language and and the culture of our Canadian society. And so then to have something of this, you know, and maybe we're giving too much credit to Kyrie Irving, but to yeah. to. To have that kind of blow, and then to hear that you you people, uh, or at least this is the way I'm synthesizing it and, yeah. and, and interpreting it, that you people, because of all of the egregious mistakes you've made, have no right to to be involved in the betterment of society or the betterment of of oppressed minorities, um, because you are the oppressor it is just really hurtful. Yeah, I just bought. Uh Heschel's uh, The Sabbath, that everybody knows. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with the book. Um, and uh, I'm in the process of reading it, but he was one of the big the big champions. He was on the line. I mean, there's a photograph of him with 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 Martin Luther King Jr., um, you know, mar- walking with the marches and stuff. So there's, there's a long history of this here. And, you know, I, 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 wanted, I wanted to ask you, it's like, how how do we handle something like this? Like if this if this happens again, and it's very likely to, maybe not this documentary, maybe not this sort of instance, but 
something like this is is likely going to happen again. You know, it's it's you know because then on the other end of it, and this is just kind of like the double edged sword of the whole thing. It's like, hey, okay, you know, we're going to bring, we're going to make sure Kyrie Irving, we're going to suspend him. We're going to make sure that he uh, apologizes for what he did. And then there's so why I think that that's a that's a that's a good thing. Like that's that's the way it it, it needs to be handled. It needs to be the people need to be given an opportunity to 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 apologize and admit that they're wrong. And I, and I and I think that's what happened here. But then there's on the other side of that. It's it's just in sort of on the back of what you were just saying. It's like oh yeah okay here we go. You know this you know look see he's getting punished. You know what I mean? You know this is this is again proof that the Jews do control the media. They're they're running the corporations. Yeah. They're pulling his money. You know, oh, look, obviously you can't challenge on them. You can't you can't name the Jew is one of the fr- one of the big one of the big frames that I've you know, seen on the Internet and all that stuff. You can't name the Jew or this is what happens. And it's it's sort of the the double edged sword to this. You know what I mean? It's like it's like it's a it's it's a no win situation. But I guess you just have to let people say that. Because it's better to, to 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 hit it face on. Because somebody, if they actually honestly believe that, Cleel, if they honestly believe that, there's, I, you know, I, I'm not going to say there's no hope, but but we're, we're they're they're at a very they're they're at a juncture in their life, and the only person that's going to save them from those sort of thoughts and that sort of opinion is themselves. No one is going to convince them of anything else. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, and. Um you know, I don't know what's happened for Kyrie Irving. I, I, I yeah. don't know him personally, and I, I, I don't yeah. know that I ever will. Yeah. But that's not the point. Uh, you know, but having said that, I think, you know, like this this speaks to my to my internal optimism. I, I think something positive will come out of this. Mm-hmm. But there's also, you know, as you said, there are people who will see this as yet again the the Jewish agenda to control yeah. the people's uh, right to speak openly. Um, and so I'll, I'll, I want to address that and say, you know, I'm a parent. Mm-hmm. When my child violates one of our norms in our household and I follow through with a punishment, I'm not responsible for <laughs> that child yeah. receiving the punishment. That child brought that upon themselves. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if the analogy is No, clear. no, it totally makes sense. Uh, so yeah. I think Kyrie Irving brought it on himself. Yeah. And um, you want to have a you want to have a really intense conversation with somebody about what some of the things that you've l- learned through this movie or through this author. Mm. Go right ahead. You know, pick up the phone, call a rabbi, call a Jewish leader, mm-hmm. say, you know, let's have this one on one conversation. But the moment you place that in the in the Internet uh, on the ether, wherever the right term is, yeah. and without any kind of explanation, and then furthermore, to not offer some apology uh, because of what that that suggests to people um, is just just inappropriate. Yeah, yeah, it's just wrong. It's just wrong. Um, but but I hope you know on the on the flip side, I do hope that something positive will come about this. Um, because I, I think people, again, I want to say that I'm a big advocate of freedom of speech, mm-hmm. the right to express yourself. But I also think that in our society, because we live in a free, a free society, um, you can't just, you can't believe that you can put something out in such a public way without having to then defend it or explain yourself. 
Rabbi, thank you so much for, for, for talking. Oh, thank you. Yeah. We should do this more often. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>